The following message is from Axe Church in Leander, Texas. More information about Axe can be found at axechurchleander.com. Genesis in the chapter, uh, 50th chapter. The setting is that um, Joseph, his brothers sold him into slavery and the slaves took him to, slavers took him to Egypt where he eventually became the second in command to only Pharaoh. And now the family's been reunited and uh, the brothers are kind of concerned about uh, Joseph taking a retribution. So beginning in verse 15, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, it may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph saying, your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. And now, Please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. This is the word of the Lord. All right, good deal. So, uh, favorite memory in high school. Uh, I used to play football in high school. Anybody used to play sports in high school? Yeah, a couple of you guys. So we uh, had a football team in my high school, public school. Uh, to be honest, I, I grew up in New York, and so uh, t Texas football is very different than uh, football up north. And uh, to be honest, we were not the greatest team ever. Right? We, we lost a ton, but the moments that we won were so memorable for us that it was super exciting. And I remember my first time on varsity football my junior year. I was so excited to play, and it was our homecoming that was coming up, and so everybody was kind of getting excited. Most of our school probably wasn't expecting us to win our homecoming because we were just that bad, but they still showed up and came, and I still remember uh, being out on the sideline getting ready to start uh, the game, and the bleachers are filled with people, and everybody's screaming. They're like, oh yeah, let's go, and all the high school girls are like, go AJ, go, woo! I'm just kidding. That never happened, but anyways, we <laughs> we had started with kickoff, and uh, the other team was kicking the ball off to us, and I, I played defense, and I also played special teams, and so I was on the front line of the receiving team and so I was getting hyped up getting you see those people on, on football they're like jumping up and down and everything um, and so the ball is kicked and it goes straight up into the air and I immediately freeze and I watch the ball up in the air and I think to myself wow that ball is a lot higher than what I'm used to and I, I've never, I've never caught a ball before in my life. I've never ran a ball. I played defense, so I hit people who had the ball. And so I'm looking at this ball up in the in the sky, and I'm like, "Oh, crap! That ball is coming right towards me." And all of a sudden, in the in the three and a half seconds it takes for that ball to land, I come up with this amazing plan. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch the ball. I'm gonna juke left, juke right, end zone. Okay, everybody got it? Juke left, juke right, end zone. And as I'm thinking about this, I have this plane in my head. And then, bam! I open my eyes to five people on the other team on top of me. And I'm on the ground. 
and I like shake it off a little bit and I have this adrenaline going on so I don't feel any pain and I look down and and thankfully I caught the ball but apparently as soon as I caught the ball everybody just bum rushed me I forgot to do like the hand wave so that no one hits me like everybody just kind of attacked me all at once so I popped back up the crowd was silent for a moment and then once I popped up everybody was like yeah go AJ and all the high school girls like go AJ woo and so I'm, I'm running off the field and the first thing I can say to one of my friends was I didn't see that coming at all and so we were laughing about it and it's still one of my favorite memories but I think back to that moment and I think back to those words I didn't see it coming and I think so many times especially within 2020 and parts of 2021 where we think to ourselves God I didn't see it coming I didn't see it coming at all and it makes me think of the story of Joseph, which Chip was able to share a little bit of the highlights in, in Joseph's life. And I just want to kind of go through the kind of Sparknotes version of Joseph's life. So he was the favorite of, the, of his family uh, of 12 sons. Can you imagine having 12 sons running around? That would be a fun uh, Sunday school to have. So he was the favorite, and he ended up having this dream that all of his brothers were going to bow down to him. And he started sharing that with his family, and his brothers were not happy about that at all. He was not one of the oldest brothers, and so they ended up wanting to try to kill him. But then they had this other idea said, hey, let's make some money off of this brother and sell him to somebody else. So they sell this brother into slavery, and probably at that moment, he probably was thinking, oh, I did not see this coming. And then he ended up getting sold into an Egyptian family. And he started kind of making his way and being favored by, by the Egyptian there. But the Egyptian's wife kind of was, was feeling him a little bit. And so she tried to make a move, and he was like, no. And then she ends up accusing him of sexual assault. And then he gets thrown into prison. And he probably was still thinking in that moment, like, God, I, I did not see this coming at all. And so he's in prison, and he's talking with this guy who's a cupbearer to Pharaoh. He got thrown into prison. He had this dream, and he was able to help kind of interpret this dream. And he helps the cupbearer out of prison. And he says, hey, how about you remember me when you go back to Pharaoh? And he's like, yeah, I got you. It's all good. And then he forgets for two years straight. Joseph is in prison waiting for two years to get out for a crime he never committed. I, I didn't see that coming. And then finally he gets out and he's second in command to Pharaoh. And then there's a global famine that happens. Another moment where didn't see it coming. But then uh, he's able to help Egypt's economy to be able to thrive during this famine. And then his brothers and his father end up going to Egypt in order to get some food because they're starving. And the rest of the world is starving. And he gets a chance to finally confront his brothers. And after all of the fury and anger that he's probably dealt with and held in his life, his father asks him to forgive his brothers. <sighs> I didn't see it coming. And then he says this at the end of chapter 50. He says, what you meant for evil, God planned for good. What, what you meant for evil, God meant for good to bring about that many people should be alive. What you meant for evil, God planned for good. Even even being sold into slavery, even being accused of something that I didn't commit. What you meant for evil, God planned for good. Even during a global famine, what you meant for evil, God planned for good. Even when I have to approach my brothers who wronged me, which caused me all of this pain, all of the hell that I've dealt with in my life to this moment, what you planned for evil, God planned for good. 
And, and oftentimes, it's hard for us to see that truth. It's hard for us to realize that what, what other people meant for evil, what the world meant for evil, we meant for good. God meant for good. Oftentimes, we, we don't see what God is doing behind the curtain. We don't understand it when, when it finally hits us and we open our eyes and we're trying to get a mental picture of what's going on in our lives. It's kind of like when we're uh, going through life and it feels like sometimes like you have it really good and then sometimes life just kind of stops you in your tracks and you didn't see it coming. It's kind of like you're going through like competing a game, like a strategic game like Connect Four. Have you guys ever played Connect Four? Yeah. So, okay, so first move, ready? Okay, my, my job's going really well. Uh, maybe I, I'm making some money. I'm spending time with the family. That's pretty good. Yeah, I started going to a, start going to church more regularly. That's that's a good thing, right? But then the other team makes the move, and it's like, what? COVID-19? What? What is it? It's only going to last a few weeks, right? Oh, I did not see this coming. Okay, okay, God, I got... I got this whole work from home thing down. My wife asked me to put on pants to go to work. Things are okay. I do what she says. Things are great. I get a chance to be with my kids and spend time with them since I'm home. So that's a really good thing. And, and virtual online happy hours. Can I get an amen to that? That's a good thing, right? Oh, but you know what? I, I spent so much of my time at home that I'm just not used to this. My, my relationship with my spouse is being strained because we're spending so much time together and, and we're going back and forth and arguing. Ugh, I did not see this coming. Okay, church online isn't too bad. I'm, I'm commenting. Josh and AJ are really funny online. It's really great. I comment sometimes and try to stay focused. It's really great. I can, I can get used to this. Oh, and, and Miss Terry's messages are amazing. They're so great. But as soon as the messages are done, the kids are running around and screaming and it's distracting and they're arguing what craft they want to play. And it's so distracting for me to stay focused. God, I, I just wish I could stay focused during this time. God, I, I'm tired. I, I feel like I'm losing it. God, I feel like I'm trying to, to connect with you. I'm trying to zoom you in on my life, but it feels like sometimes... You're just on mute. God, I just really need to get back to the normal rhythm just to feel connected. God, if I can only just be back in person and, and feel like you're near. God, I, I didn't see this coming. Okay, okay, 2021 comes around. I got both my stimulus checks. All right, I'm cashing out. I'm investing in GameStop. This is going to be a great idea. It's going to go amazing. It's great. The kids are back in school, and we get to worship outside together and get to hang out with others. It's really great. I think it's great. I think it's going to be awesome. I think things are going to be looking up for us in 2021. But it also feels like whenever I talk to people, I'm just going through the motions of life. It, it feels like people keep asking me how I'm doing, and I say I'm good, but in reality, I'm not. I, I'm really struggling here. God, I just, 
I didn't see it coming. And, and often what happens is that we expect a mountaintop experience from God when oftentimes we forget that he's right down in the valley with us. Some of us here might have had moments where you've told God, you're like, God, I didn't see this coming. God, I didn't expect all of this to happen in my life. God, I thought that once I got the vaccine, that everything was going to go back to normal, that everything was going to be clear. I was going to be able to take off this stupid face mask that makes my face break out. I was going to be able to hang out with people. I was going to be able to see my family that I haven't seen in over a year. God, I had envisioned us being back into the building for us to worship so I could finally feel that you're near and close to me so I can connect with you. God, I, I wanted all of this to go back to the way it was. I need some sort of normalcy in my life. But God, what I just keep seeing is that you keep doing things that I didn't see coming. You keep doing things that I didn't see coming. Oh. You guys see that? I accidentally put four in a row on the red. Oops. Y'all see that? Oh. Hold on. Gotta rethink this now. Looks like the other team won. This is moments that I didn't see coming. Hold on, let me let me go back and see. What did I miss here? God, what did I, God, what did I miss here? Verse 16. These are the messengers talking to Joseph. Your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask that you forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. The, the servants of the God of your father, I want you to forgive. Forgive the servants of the God of Jacob. Forgive the servants of the God of Israel. This, Wait, he's asking Joseph to forgive the servants, meaning his brothers? Wait. God is saying that his brothers are his servants? The ones that, that put him through that hell? That put him through all of that pain and anguish that he got sold into slavery, got falsely accused, stayed in prison for two years for a crime he never committed? After all of this, God's servants? The, these red parts are God's servants? And what often happens is that we forget that God uses our inconveniences as his instruments. Let me say that again. God often uses our inconveniences as his instruments. Too often we think, God, I, I didn't see that coming. And oftentimes we forget that when, when we don't see it coming, we know that God does see it coming. And that he's using it to remind us that God's not done with us yet. Remember what Joseph said. He says, what, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Not only that, but to accomplish what is now being done. And what's happening? It's the saving of many lives. God's picture of his greater good involves all of us. Not, not just me. Not just you. Us collectively together. 
And because God wasn't done with Joseph's story or the story of Israel means that God is not done with us. And, and I don't mean God's not done with you individually. I mean God is not done with us, the, the larger global church and, and our church too, Acts Leander. So I want you guys to close your eyes. I want you guys to think about, think about these moments where you've had this connect for in your head. Maybe think back to the very start of the pandemic. Think through all of the times that you had plans, you had ideas for what was going to happen. Maybe times that you thought that, that God wasn't pulling through for you. Maybe it was those doubts or those, those hard circumstances. Those moments where you thought, God, I didn't see this coming. Now I want you guys to open your eyes. And I, I want you guys to look around at the people here. And, and for those of you guys online, I want you guys to see who's commenting, who's online with you. Because the beauty of this is that we've all had moments where we say, God, I didn't see this coming. But it's a reminder that when we look around, that we are not alone. We are not alone. And that we are still here because God is still working and active through our church. God isn't done with us and he wants to continue our story. And one of the really great things that, that God is doing through our story Acts church is a way for us to be able to, to continue to do life together as a church. And by life together, I mean being able to, to talk about discipleship and to reflect who Jesus is, because that's what discipleship is, is that we get a chance to be able to reflect who Jesus is, to be more like Jesus each and every day. And not just do life together on a lawn on a Sunday morning or online, but, but every day of the week. And, and so some of the leadership has gotten together, and we've kind of been prayerfully considering going through kind of new processes and, and talking about uh, ways to connect with people to do life uh, together. And one of the things that I'm so excited to share with you is that uh, by fall of 2021, we are going to be launching something called Axe Groups. And it's already a, a great opportunity for us to be able to learn to do life together. And we already have things called community groups, which is really great. And we've had chances where people have gotten connected and done, done life together through that. And we're going to continue to keep doing that. But Axe Groups encompasses all the four components of the word Axe. So we have the A, meaning adventure. C for community, T for transformation, and S for sending. So we'll have different groups where you can do adventures. Maybe you have a passion for going hiking or going on runs. And this is not to add something else to your schedule, but as you're going through life, what does it look like for our church to be able to do life together? So maybe it's having an adventure group, a hiking group that gets together and goes on different hikes and gets to see God's beauty and get a chance to be able to reflect Jesus together. Or, or maybe in a community, maybe uh, you're new to the church or maybe uh, you want to get connected online, having opportunities to be able to meet in homes or on Zoom and being able to just share. Maybe you're in a different life stage than what you were last year. Maybe you just need someone to just kind of process with and talk with. We always have community groups available. Uh, we have transformation groups. So let's say you want to dive deeper into scripture, or maybe you've really liked our, our prayer and meditation in our Lenten series, and you want to kind of dive deeper into that, or just understand the faith, a little bit of the Christian faith a little bit more. 
There are opportunities for you to be able to do life with other people as you're being transformed. Or, or maybe you have a heart for, for going on mission trips or, or serving other people or being out in the community and serving your neighborhood or doing volunteer work. We want to open opportunities for you guys to have sending groups to be able to continue to do the mission that God has put on your heart. I think this is going to be a really exciting thing to open up times for people to continue to do life together. Everybody say life together. I really like that that verbiage. Life together. We continue to do life together at Acts. And so here's what I want you to do. If you have an interest in being part of an Acts church, I want you guys to take out your phones. You can take them out now. And uh, we're going to have Tanner and Lexi come up and play some music. And I want you guys, uh, we've done Share Life, we've done more than Sunday uh, on this texting app. So if you text Acts Groups, all one word, to 94000, you're going to get a survey immediately to you. And we want you guys to just fill it out. It should take less than, I don't know, two minutes. We want you guys to get connected and see if you have an interest in uh, learning more about this. Because during this time from here until the fall, we're going to be looking for eight people that are wanting to say, yes, I want to I start an Acts group. I want to be on adventure. I want to I do community. I want to learn about transformation. I want to learn about ascending group. Eight people. If that's something that's on your heart and something that you want to move forward with, we invite you guys to put that in the survey. There's a time, there's a place for you to say, I'm interested in learning more about being an Acts group leader. And so we want to start pilot groups to be able to uh, allow us to be able to have groups available for us in the fall. If that's something that's on your heart, and maybe you've been in this moment where you're like, God, I didn't see this coming. This is a chance for us to be able to do life together, to be reminded that you're not alone in this. Right? Because what COVID meant for evil, <laughs> God, God meant for good. And we believe that doing life together through Acts Groups is going to be a way for us to be able to be on the mission that God has called us to do. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Acts Church in Leander, Texas. Feel free to share this message with others and stay connected with us at actschurchleander.com.